I don't even, well, well, welcome, Saints, uh, to the uh, Black Table Read. <laughs> it has been, it's been, a, it's been an afternoon. Quite a day. Uh, so. A, a whole moment. <laughs> and it, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a, a live show with, out some some difficulties so yeah so that's the thing uh so forgive us for the cp time we promise that we aim to be on one accord on time yeah here for <laughs> maybe maybe by week three you know we'll we'll yeah. be <laughs> actually on time this is why we need a producer at some point we don't we don't need somebody to to hold us oh we don't we, we know it's gonna happen uh -huh. It's gonna get us there. Uh, but welcome to Black Table Read. Uh, we we got a, a lovely show for you guys. Uh, uh, but first, our first segment that we will always start with uh, will be the Black Top. So the Black Top is where we talk about all things news, sports, uh, politics. We'll try to stay away from politics as much as possible. Mm. Current events, but we're gonna give everything to you. Uh, the first thing we kind of want to talk about uh, right quick is, unfortunately, we had a uh, um, Black actor legend passed away here in Atlanta, uh, which was Mr. Thomas Jefferson Bird. Uh, he was found, I believe it was, what, last week? Um, last week, yeah. Yeah, last week he was found, uh, pronounced dead in somebody's yard here in Atlanta. Uh, most of you may know him from a lot of Spike Lee movies. I think the first time I might have seen him personally was in uh, Set It Off. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's that's been something because nobody really has, at least from my understanding, has any any so, yeah. idea of what happened, uh, yeah. even the neighbors. Uh, so if you are familiar with him in the Atlanta theater area, uh, please keep the Burr family in your prayers. Um, yeah, just kind of kind of a weird thing. Yeah. So, Lydia, what else yeah. we got? So we are young artists. We are both actors, vocalists. Um, we, we in these streets when it comes to <laughs> the arts. And COVID streets. has been such a bummer for our industry, um, simply because we thrive off live, you know, entertainment. We are the entertainers for the folks that come to see us. So with that being said, COVID has definitely taken that and jumbled it up and said, well, everybody's on pause, especially y'all. And when you have things like Broadway going dark until next summer, I think I saw, um, yeah, movie maybe. theaters closing down. Mm -hmm. May 2021. Yeah. So mm -hmm. all of that has definitely impact, impacted our industry. Um, even so for things like Disney. Disney has looked to move all of their resources and properties to their streaming services. And then if you even see, like case in point, Hamilton, even though it was taped some time ago, they are just like, well, they had, I think, a plan to release it. It was supposed to be later this year, right? And then they were like, well, yeah. COVID's going on, so we're just gonna push it through for the people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just things like that where you have um something that you can't control. And COVID has definitely been that thing. It's been like a good old warp zone and it's just like cause havoc on all of us. But yeah, that's uh -huh. our COVID, and that's exactly what we're just gonna leave it, right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <our COVID. laughs> Because like that. Pope is like that girlfriend or that boyfriend that you just. It's just like why, like how, like where did you even come from? Yeah. Like that random, like, that random friend that just wanted to invite themselves into the party, and it's just like nobody invited you. Like how'd you get here? Like how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. Like Deborah Cox said it in the words. So, <laughs> I want. <laughs> I Speaking of which. Uh, so Lydia, why haven't I seen why haven't I seen a, a challenge from you yet from the Deborah Cox challenge? As the children used to say on Vine, may it rest in technology peace. I ain't gonna do it. I I don't 
when it comes to like those challenges, some of them is like, okay. But why? I mean, for some folks, it's just like they do it just because I mean, you know, we in the house, I'm in the house board, and the you know what I'm saying, what's that little thing? In the house board, I, I, board, I, I don't house know board. what these kids are doing nowadays, right? And it's like all the little TikTok things. Like, I sound old, but it's just like, I'm gonna leave that to them. Y'all leave go it ahead, to y'all take your lungs out, y'all hit those notes for the people. Some of them because, ain't hitting no notes, yeah. <laughs> some of them I, hitting I, air, I, and that's my song too. Like, I, I, when that song first came out, I was just like, Yes, Debbie come through and not, yeah not people just but that's, that's, that's gonna be I'm, I'm gonna leave that in karaoke i'm not i'm not about to jump on and, after and a couple after a couple uh tequila shots we can make it over. <laughs> <laughs> no but it's crazy because 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 covid covid is, is like it's like it's so so my girlfriend's been watching she finally finished it uh black mirror so i was watching like a couple black mirror episodes and yeah covid is just like a terrible black mirror episode <laughs> like no end in sight literally right you know people, people it's almost like like lost like you literally don't know like is this ever gonna to, end it's just like <laughs> right i just i just my biggest thing is i i just get tired because of wearing the mask that's probably like my biggest thing with with COVID is the mask part. Look, so I know it's helpful. Like I just I wear it at every job that I work right now. And it's like yeah I'm pretty sure I spend 12 hours a day since March with the mask. In mask. And I'm like yeah I'd like to, I'd like to be able to smile and yeah. and and you know do other things. Or just like buying like for me just buying some new lipstick and wanting to show it, you know. Cause it's then it's fall too, like all the nice little like cool calm autumn colors are coming, and you basically just like, hey, so I got that new um that new Auburn on, it's really good. It's just like I can't tell, and it's like, oh right, like that's the worst. You put on some so, like a new layer of lipstick or some gloss or see some my thing is the chapstick. Even... I'll put the chapstick on. I'll be at work, and then I'll put the mask right back. <laughs> right. Well, like, listen, I I keep my pointless. lip on because. You you look you're basically like breathing in and you you know your lips gonna go dry you need all that moisture. Okay. No, my so. worst my worst feeling I think is that uh, what else we got? Oh, sports related because we got to talk about sports. Uh, yeah, you talk the Lakers about the sports won. Because I really oh the Lakers did one. Yeah, they. Did <laughs> I just said. I'm I'm a, I'm a Laker fan by by default. Uh, what the, oh, because okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, of the, yeah, 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 support yeah, 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 because by the time we got back to watch, it was halftime. Yeah. Which was my bedtime. And uh, I definitely fell bedtime. asleep on the uh, third quarter. I yeah. was knocked out. And then I woke up to see them win. And then I went to bed. I, I said it was time. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't, get the, the I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get to, re- you know, live in it that long. Yeah. And see, I was just in Miami, so I was around nothing but Heat fans, and they had so much hope. It was it was so sad to see, you know, when you when you and the Heat, they they're a good team, you know. They mm-hmm. got Jimmy Butler. They got you know, basically all the folks that were traded on from the Celtics some time ago. They got a good squad, and for them to go through the track that they did, you know, beating the the number one team in the East and then knocking off everybody else. It literally was like, okay, so they keep doing something. Yeah. I care nothing for Lebanon James at all. And the fact that Not Lebanon still James. Have that's what I said. That's what I said. So Not Lebanon James. The man, the man is he was hungry. Like 
watching him when he was in Cleveland the first few years, yeah. leaving to go to Miami, having that hunger then because he was just like, yo, trying to win a, win a ring. He won, mm. what, two there with D-Wade. You leave yeah. there, you go back home, and he basically was by himself. He goes through that whole case there, finally gets a ring there, and he was like, all right, boom, I didn't, I didn't cross that off my list. I'm still surprised he stuck around he after that, that after he got the ring in Cleveland, because they didn't really have oh, nobody yeah. after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, safety net. But then for him to go to L.A., of course. You, oh, yeah. You, if he were to lose this series, because he, I think that first year that he was there, he was hurt. So it's almost like, how dare you if you feel like you're about to come back healthy and you not get us a ring? Yeah, I don't. The, I don't think he against your former team. I, you know, I, I think they would have burned the city down, <laughs> or at least not burned the city down. They oh, they would have had words I mean, <laughs> had they no, lost like, that series. No, like I mean, Danny Green, Danny Green was getting death threats. Him and his we fiance oh, were getting death oh. threats because the man missed the basketball shot. Like you won't do that. Not you know what. Yeah. People be taking it to the extreme. You know, I feel it. You got Atlanta, your love for your team. Atlanta ain't never had nothing like that. Atlanta's never no, had y'all haven't. that because, uh, which brings us to our next yeah, thing. Uh, the Falcons yeah. finally, you finally <laughs> fired. See, I'm not a Falcons fan. I don't give two, two damn <laughs> about the Falcons. The Hawks, I can deal with. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't really care about the Falcons. But they finally fired Dan Quinn and the GM. Yeah. Now if we could just get Matt Ryan out. That's that's about the biggest thing at this point. If we can just get Whoa. Yeah. Well, you just say you're not a fan. Because there's I, so I, many I, people that are like, fire the coach, keep the quarterback, and it's just like... No. I mean, Matty Ice, he's... he's No, Matty is melted. I'm sorry. <laughs> Matty Ice is Maddie melted. is melted. Uh-uh. Matty is, is a puddle is at melted. this point. I like it. He's, oh, I love just, it. And you know what? Like, we're going to learn real quick. Mm-mm. We're going to learn real quick, y'all, that you see how neither one of us have any friends. I have nothing at all for any of Atlanta scenes. I've been here for a while now. Jerry, you're from here. So it's I'm like for here. you to not even be a fan, it's like that's saying something. But y'all going to learn real quick. I care nothing about any any Falcons, Hawks, Braves, the you don't care hawk. about no, the no, birds, no, the, the pee wee teams, nothing. It, look, I, I'll see a hawk fly. I rather, I rather support the hawk flying above and Kennesaw than before <laughs> I, you know, man. I go to the Atlanta Hawks games to see the other team. That's how I feel. Yo, that's um, real. That is real. Yeah. I definitely, I, I just definitely won't. will go to a Hawks game just to see the other team. See the like, other team, yeah. Like, I mean, will hit me up and be like, hey, I got tickets the pre-COVID. We'll be like, hey, I got tickets to go to such and such game. And my first question yeah. always is, who they play? <laughs> who we you playing? You have to ask that. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I, I can't waste my time. I'm not about to waste, waste my, my money going to see somebody, you know? No, no, no. Like, oh, what's the, um? I don't know, it's the Washington Wizards. Definitely oh, no. hell no. I definitely um, don't see no damn wheels. <laughs> no. Definitely I'm not. sorry, no. All right, and the last thing that we got, I don't know if anybody's seen this. Personally, I don't, I can't recall. So you know how Hallmark, like, has, like, the spectacular, I can say white, right? <laughs> I just had yes. to, I can say white, right? Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure <laughs> Look, because we we all this black tablery. You can't say nothing but the black word. No, yeah. Oh, black tablery. <laughs> um, no, but I I um, I can't recall any like like black spectacle type uh, Christmas movie that was anything along the lines of like the Santa Claus or Jingle like you know those big like magic Santa Claus based type movies. Well. Right. We're getting, we're finally getting one, uh, and I'm excited. Yeah. Called Jingle Jangle. It's gonna be on Netflix. I love it's it. It's supposed to drop November 13th. 
Uh, I mean, okay. they got Anika Noni Rose, Felicia Rashad, Forrest Whitaker, mm. Michael Key. As they the got villain. Claire. Like you got, you got like Mama Felicia. Like you already know right. it's going to be goat. But the director right. is David E. Talbert, who is also the director of Almost Christmas, um, First Sunday. Like just that alone, I was like, all right, I'm in. And then if you haven't already. You gotta go watch the trailer because I mean it's it's the bomb. It's so good. Uh, so I'm, it, I'm excited. It definitely gets you ready for Christmas. We just because we just don't have we just don't have anything like that. Like I I I mean we right. have like almost Christmas. What what's another like what's another thing that is like almost that? you got uh, this Christmas you got this Christmas. Um, what's another one that's like surrounded around Christmas? I mean that. This Christmas was was, was kind of on the spectacle side because they wanted that whole, you know, Christmas miracle type of feel, but yeah, bringing the but, family together. But I feel like this is this is not, like not nothing uh, hallmark. Yeah. No, like this is like magic, you know, the magic of Christmas type situation going yeah. on. Like I'm so I, I, I'm excited. Like we need I'm we need so more. Bored. We need more. We need more. We need more. All right, you want to jump into this table read or labor it anymore? I'm ready. Oh, uh, this is what the folks are here. We got the best man holiday. I forgot about that, by the way. Uh, but yeah, so let's jump in. I think hopefully we don't rustle no feathers, but if we do, you'll be all right. Drink some water. (laughs) Uh, right. So, (laughs) so one thing that and Lydia was discussing a while back, uh, so we're we're all for supporting our black artists, whether you're from the states or across the pond. Or, you know, we black everything around here. I mean, I'm wearing black. I'm black. Black table. We black everything. Uh, but one thing, yeah, you know. But one thing that we've uh, noticed is that a lot of movies decide to instead of casting you know united you know african americans in roles that depict african americans we instead get african american roles going to british uh black actors uh and so that's always been a question so i i I pose it to to lydia first what's what's your thoughts on it well, it immediately had me thinking of what we put as our title, to support or not to support. That, that is the question. <laughs> because like you just said, if it's one of us, it's all of us. That's how you want to feel. I mean, look at Black Panther. You know, having a Black comic book star, you know, that, that whole spectacle of Black Panther and everything that it brought, mm-hmm. it literally had us as Black folks like, you know, Literally everywhere you saw, I was like, boom, we there. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to roles that are given here in the States, I mean, if you don't understand the, the industry now, this is what you'll this is what you should know. Is that <laughs> when you are valued first as an artist, mm-hmm. you would think that your worth would be more than your skin color. And sometimes folks in casting don't see that or haven't seen that for quite some time. And it's sad because when you have folks who are going to school for this, I'm talking getting it, getting the degree that says, this is what I really want to do. When you put your best foot, your voice forward, your, you literally go and you get all the training and you walk into the room and they're like, okay, thank you. And you don't get it. It's like, okay, cool. As artists, we 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 are told no all the time. All the time. But when you get told no and see that a person that came from 15 hours away by plane got your job, it feels like, well, dang, what did I not do? But then you look at it and you're just like, you don't want to overanalyze the audition. You don't want to overanalyze 
what you didn't do, what you did, all of that. But at the same time, they're one of us. So it's like, well, you know, they're black. So support them. But then you also still think like, well, they like that's, it's also, I could have did the same thing, especially when you have them playing civil rights leaders. When you have them playing, uh, um, let's see, you got you had you had David Lewu play Martin Luther King. You had uh, Chibata mm-hmm. Ejiofor playing in Twelve Years a Slave. You had um, John Boyega playing in Star Wars. And by no means is Star Wars like, you know, but, just saying yeah, like, well, you can't yeah, but, have a but, British person or somebody. But it's yeah. like Star Wars is an American classic, mm-hmm. so it's almost just like. You have a bunch of black folks that definitely could have, you know, who, who grown up watching it from when their parents watched it, when their people watched, you know. So it's not, it's not to the point where we're totally oblivious to the to the fact of like, oh, well, these jobs shouldn't go to us. Like, why can't it go to them? It's still just saying like, you don't want to hate about it, but you don't want to, you don't want to fester too much in it because it's like, well, dang, it's, I still lost a job. But you still want to get praise yeah. because they get in they you know they get in their bag. So it was like, huh, yeah, it's a gray area. For yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it 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 definitely is one of those because, I mean, uh, a movie that I saw, uh, what was it, um, Black and Blue. Uh, which came out last year. I was so excited because I was like, oh, dope. Finally, we get a movie that kind of talks about like the police brutality. uh, And it comes from an angle of a black female police officer. And I was like, okay, this is going to be great. Then I went to go see it. (laughs) And it was like, oh, Okay, so so me being me, I go, I'm 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 critiquing the movie the whole time, like up and down. I'm yeah. already critiquing it, and I go and I look it up, and I'm like, okay, let's see, you know, who was the writer? That was that was my first thing. I went, who wrote this? Uh, yeah, because that was that was the first giveaway for me uh was like i just need to see who wrote this and it's by a dude named peter a doling who is a british Mm -hmm. uh screenwriter and film director now the problem with that is what the the movie depicts is set in new orleans and you're talking about a population that's predominantly black and you're writing about the ghetto and all this and it was just something about the way like the scenes were shot and the dialogue and I was like yeah this didn't come from anybody who in my opinion spent any type of time in New Orleans in it but then mm-hmm. I went a little bit deeper I said okay who's who's leading and I was like well I know Tyrese Naomi Harris I definitely know from her in Bond films but also her in the Pirates of the Caribbean series. I didn't know and she was. She was yeah, yeah. I didn't know she was British, and I was like, "Oh, that explains so much." Because again, the way the scenes were shot, the dialogue, the it was just like none of y'all understand the the actual struggle that happens. Now, not to take any away or discount anything, because I'm pretty sure she she experiences her own set of prejudices as a British Black actress over across the pond and in the States as well. But it was just one of those things like there are certain little things that being an African-American male in America that I understand certain in certain roles. Uh, that's just like... Uh, uh, the guy in the lead in Snowfall and the lead in All American, both British actors, uh, and I was just like, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't have nobody. 
like nobody in in any type of arena to like fit in that role <laughs> i find that which, hard to... which i found out i found out that um have you seen both seasons for all american yeah yeah i burned through them in like okay the the actor that plays the one that that um that came and basically was the father's like he wasn't his stepson but you remember he dated the mom and yeah, yeah, he came yeah, yeah. and took, took the, the quarterback slot okay he was actually up for spencer he was up for the lead role wow and yeah and he's american but i believe he's haitian if i'm not mistaken okay okay but i think he's haitian American. but the thing is is that i i was listening to a podcast with uh jamel hill and she was talking to spencer pacinger who the story is based off of and mm -hmm. she asked him and she was just like, so did you have like, you know, any control on basically who plays you? And he was like, no, because he's a producer for other things. Like, I think he has his own company and everything. Yeah. Um, but he was like, just on that front, he really didn't have any control. He had seen a couple of the audition videos and, um, you know, saw, um, oh, I forget his name now, who plays Spencer. But um, he basically saw his video and was like, is good like he's he's really really good not even knowing that he was british either which is another thing that i think makes it tough on us because you know we're watching a movie like you say you, you you're into it and you're just like dang that was good and then you look it up and it's just like united kingdom what? all right <laughs> like dang. Right. so and, and then it becomes like a game like which one is british and you literally just like point out which one is yeah. from here which one's from across the pond but yeah, yeah just finding that out it was like okay you know wasn't yeah, totally I mean, out out of because at the end of the day it's it's all love uh for oh yeah whether you whether you on this side or the pond but it's it's i think it goes deeper because it mostly bring begs the question who's about the casting who's in control of what if a story is about right. me and I don't have a certain amount of input because I know what it means to like the people back home, like Spencer. Mm -hmm. If I was him, I would have definitely been in produce, you know, in the faces of the people like, hey, like this is what I need to see. This is what I think the the community that I come from sees. Because it makes a yeah. difference. Uh because yeah. they it's it's the relatability of the person. So me being born and raised from Atlanta, I can go into different areas throughout Atlanta to schools and events and talk and talk about my time in the West End or talk about, you know, being in the arts and basically being brought into playing the heart to stay out of gang and the streets and that kind of stuff growing up. Like and you put that on a screen and have kids see that, that know the places that I'm talking about, it becomes one of those like light bulb go off. It's like, we came from the same place. Like we understand the same. Yeah. Whereas yeah, they don't know, most people in Atlanta, you know, they may not know anybody over in the UK or what that experience is like, so they can't relate. So it's, it's really one of those things, like it puts everything into perspective. Like I've always tried to fashion myself as a black actor and a musician and everything as an example of you too can make something out of yourself no matter where you come from uh especially if yeah. you're from my my neighborhood growing up so i i i definitely think well, oh that's one thing i wanted to bring up well before we hopped on what i was thinking was it was interesting when i since so since chadwick boson has been dead you know there's been a lot of uh a lot of you know documentaries and interviews and articles about him and his contribution as an actor but more specifically during his time with black panther and uh just the whole so i don't know who was so so one thing that i've kind of pieced together they didn't outwardly say it but just kind of what they kind of did say without saying it so it seemed like chat wasn't their first pick going into casting yeah. black panther uh no, so yeah. i'm who was uh before him i'm just like hmm, i wonder 
But you know, it wasn't until they saw, I think it was 42, that they took a second mm-hmm. look at him. And then to go into uh, Black Panther and just looking at the roster with them, it was it was nice to see just a whole ensemble by just that whole ensemble was amazing. And it was kind of funny because you only had like two white people (laughs) and one of them got killed within the first like 90 minutes of the movie. Which is which well, at never least they made it to ninety minutes, but a lot of times look, which never happens. So, you know. <laughs> but the fact that Marvel took an African American man from Howard, you know, from the states to lead a blockbuster like that, yeah, like that is particularly unheard of. Because because yeah. imagine if they didn't. Yeah. Imagine if it like, was like I can only imagine who they would get. Like I don't even know who you get at that point. Like you know, I mean, you know how it, folks so, always try to clue in Idris Elba and everything. It just don't need to be because for the longest time, <laughs> listen for the longest time after what was it? Um, was it Daddy's? Was it Daddy's Little Girls? It, it was one been. film that he did for the. Whatever film he did before that, I think it was one film that he did where he had used his accent, but it was real faint. And I remember yeah. listening to him because usually, like, that's the thing. Me just like, you know, listening to people all the time and then like going through diction and stuff, doing voiceover. I always like listen and just like, oh, that was a little twang. Where, where are they from? And a little just like, oh, they probably got people from wherever. Got to lean like, in. What, what was that? Yeah, it's just like, what are you saying? He was just like, wait a minute. And you know, like, yeah. usually, from the UK, like they 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 won't end off like they usually like drop off at the end of words. So then he was, yeah, yeah. he said something like going down the street, and then somebody called his name, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, who was that?" The man's <laughs> from the UK. So I'm just like, "Yo, what?" Because Idris Elba can play. Any, you know, what I'm saying he literally yeah. can make it seem like he's from the boogie down Bronx. He can make it seem like he's straight up from LA. And you would never even know until you just look it up. And that's really how it is for most of these actors. Because it was the same thing for John Boyega. I didn't. I thought he was just full-on Nigerian. I didn't know he was from the UK. But then you got a lot of folks that yeah. most likely they live in the UK. They got they got some some African heritage. So that part yeah. too. And that that part, I'm I'm definitely not going to be like, well, no, I shouldn't go to the African American because that that's like me going against myself. My father's from Ghana. So if mm. it's definitely you know, a Ghanaian actor coming over here. Yeah. It, I don't want to make it seem like I'm like, well, what about Rep your people, you girl. Rep your right. people. It's like, you <laughs> but it's, it, it literally just goes back to, to say, like, the, the feeling of feeling like it's not enough. And it's that, that part just kind of drowns it out because when you're here and you know, like you said, you're here living in this space for which it is being portrayed in this film, in this TV show, on this web series, on this uh, animated series, whatever it is. And it's like, you have all these people coming in the room and it's just like, no, 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 no. Oh, I like what they did. And a lot of times it may have nothing to do with the fact of where they're from. They literally are just that good and they're just good for the job, which goes into all roles it really yeah. it really doesn't matter but i guess it's just been such a norm for us as black artists to see like well dang here they go again and it gave it to another another british art you know and it's yeah. like it kind of makes it, it it makes it it makes yeah. you not want to feel tainted at part yeah it's, a, it's, it's like, still a hard know. blow it's still a hard blow because it's like i like i said it's it's that one thing like for me i i feel like like a show like Snowfall, the the few clips and stuff that yeah. I did said there's a certain there's a certain thing about being from something like LA and South Central and being from the West End area, places that you see certain things like that. Uh, yeah, you have a <clears throat> you have a different type of awareness that you bring. Yeah. You know, acting very much is is make believe. But you take little, 
you know, substitutions and slivers of yourself into that character. Uh, and that's right. what makes it believable. It's like, I take my experiences or substitute experiences that I kind of know that feed into that. But I, I don't think I want a British actor to tell, you know, my biopic in like 30 years. <laughs> They'd have to be hella convincing. Uh, but, you know, it's just one of those things like I definitely want uh, um, want to make sure that the people who will see it will be represented properly and yeah. they'll go, yeah. okay, I understand that. I understand where you came from. I understand that, you know, we are actually more the same than I thought, you know, like I tell people, I'm not really that much different from uh how I was when I grew up in the city the only thing about me is is I sing in foreign languages and I don't drink Kool-Aid because you train for this (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink juice as much you know uh and that's and that's that's something that we can talk about later but one thing that I've I've told a lot of uh white producers and whatnot when they try to push down a lot of up and coming or trying to be up and coming black artists is the only difference between certain people is training that's it right that's right. the only thing and accessibility that's another thing so training train. and accessibility because people train they just don't have certain access to certain things i had access to when i was playing the harp my teacher was the principal harpist for uh atlanta symphony orchestra and then I had you played uh, harp? Yeah, you know, I get what? Yes, you know. It's been a while. It's been a while. I haven't touched the I haven't touched the harp in so long. Uh but yeah, so I mean I had that. You know. But you know, my mom exposed me to to Broadway and I listened to opera in my house and classical music. Yeah. And I, you know, I have a bachelor's and a master's in vocal performance. But yeah. I'm at my core no different than my friends that I grew up and went to middle school and elementary school with. It's just our experiences and our exposure and the that's the only thing. And that's one thing that when I go to talk to artists or or kids rather who may consider, I just tell them about the exposure and the experience. And then I offer to help them. Because yeah. I don't see many other people aim to see us and want us. Uh, yeah, doing that, but that's uh, <laughs> my, my water. Well, I was gonna say with um, like I remember seeing something with John Boyega mm-hmm. um, about when he first got the role for Star Wars. And he I, he did an independent film um, about some kids. Oh, I don't want to get the storyline wrong, but basically it was depicting kids in the the scums and the um, I guess like their version of like a hood to to an extent. But it basically was just mm-hmm. like about life in London because how I've learned it and having friends from there, it's not all about the queen and the Buckingham Palace like there's definitely like a back end to London as there yeah. is most you know cities here in the U.S. You, you usually had the nice side of town and you had the not so nice side of town and it's like parts like that in the U.K. that are definitely present which goes into saying you know if somebody would be like well you say that you don't want them to depict your or depict a, um, a storyline that isn't theirs because they don't have the experience and it's mm-hmm. like well yeah but at the same time, they may have had an experience from wherever they're from, whether it be Nottingham or Yorkshire or London yeah. or wherever, because they probably yeah. did live it to an extent. The only thing about it is certain storylines that could use an American are depicted by British actors or um, actors from the Caribbean. Because I, I actually was talking with some folks this past weekend, somewhere Jamaican, um, and they, uh, my friend who um, actually was on a contract with, she's from an island called San Andres. It's, it's, they have citizenship through Colombia, but they're their own island. Mm-hmm. But long story short, they 
they come here to the U.S. and have their understanding of the American dream and from, you know, understanding um, the racism and everything that goes on here in the States mm. to an extent, but a part of it, they don't understand it because they come from countries that have also fought off, you know, countries that had their own type of independence that, that and come from countries that had their own kind of experience and their own kind of strife and good and bad and everything like that. So it's yeah. also just to say, if you got people who basically going for an audition to depict a person from say South Philly, and you got somebody that's probably from South Philly, a person from New York, a person from Atlanta, and then a person from London. You don't want to say, well, don't pick the person that's not from here because they don't even know what South Philly's like. Sure. A lot of times they just read the script that daggone good and the producer and the casting people and the directors are just like, for what I want to pay and for what I wanted to pick, that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. So it's like, to play devil's advocate, you know, no, you don't no, want no, to make I, it yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want them to have the job because at the same time, it's like, okay, we would rather it go to somebody that's going to make the role believable yeah. than to it to just go to any Tom, John, and Harry and be like, so they really just going to pick this person and act like somebody else couldn't have done it? Act like they so, don't see us. <laughs> right, right, because, you know... That, uh, God forbid we feel blinded by the country from which we were born. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Every, every, everybody background definitely should be represented. Uh, yeah. Especially, especially during the climate, uh, there's, there's enough, there's enough uh, just having to settle and discard who you are when you go into certain spaces already. Uh, right. And and we, we definitely don't want that. Uh, but you know, like I said, we, I, 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 I'm on my I'm on my Issa Rae. I'm rooting for everybody black. Uh, <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm rooting because for everybody black. We, we got to. It's, it's enough folks that. There's enough folks that are against us. You yeah. know. Yeah. And sometimes and, it be your own people, and sometimes it's not. And a lot of times you got people that, you know, they're just like, well. We're still going to be supportive of, or we're, we're still having that question of just why, why, why. And we're just like, look, at the end of it, they get in there. So kudos yeah. to them. And as long as, as, as long as the representation is being seen, because yeah. pe people are watching, people are peeping, uh, especially the next generation. So there has to be something for them to go for and you know strive yeah. towards and so we just we just have to keep keep flooding the mainstreams with with our stuff I mean even this in itself is something that's like hopefully somebody that's watching will go well I want to start a podcast or I want to talk to my friends elevate the conversation uh that's why yeah. I, I I'm I'm not okay with us I'm talking about us us beautiful people. It's putting out anything sometimes. I have to challenge people that if you're gonna yeah. put out something, let it be something that elevates the conversation, that elevates us to right. more than what we can be. And we'll talk about that, <laughs> that one little tidbit in like three, is it three weeks that we talk about that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we, oh it's, it's gonna be jam-packed with it, but Ooh. yeah, y'all. That's the read, you know? That's the table that's read discussion. So. <laughs> so the moral of the story so, is we gonna support because we root for everybody black because we root for everybody listen because uh, we got to so that brings us to our uh, last we, one which we like to call the btr yeah which is not only about black table read but we're putting it as breathe think and release so this is your time to Cluing what we also like to call Black Talk Time. Send us your mm -hmm. questions, your comments about the things that we talked about tonight, even the things we talked about in the Black Talk, um, mm -hmm. the things that we talked about in the read, in the table read. And um, yeah, we, we, wanna, we wanna see and, and hear from you guys. So just send all of your questions and it's okay. And even if you wanna be anonymous, that's totally fine. If you don't, 
would love to see who you are and be like, thank you person for giving your question. But you can send your questions um, or, or concerns or um, any comments to blacktableread at gmail.com. Blacktableread at gmail.com, exactly how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then if you're on Facebook right now, because I, I can see everybody as we're on live. So if there's something that you want to comment about right now, you can type a little something in the chat and we'll read it before we sign off. But like Lydia said, uh, this is Black Talk Time. And then within that is BTR, Breathe, Think, Release. So Lydia, I think you had something for that uh, this week for yes for BTR. So for this week's BTR, think of it as that last section from Jerry Springer, if you can remember when he finally got his act together at the end of this show. <laughs> after all the craziness and all after the all mess the, that he after put all the little through. people that he let run rampant on his show. Oh, throwing chairs and whatnot, but that's not what we're doing. We we <laughs> we have a uh, in class as as yes, as yes. we're gonna pertain it. But yeah, so BTR, breathe, think, release. For our topic, it was about supporting or not supporting. Listen, when you have anybody that can be in, say, your spot, what you see as something that you have professed for yourself, you, I know for us as artists, we go in for auditions and we see this part. We, we literally see it for us and we don't get it. But that's just life. You're going to have moments where you literally want all the things that you aspire for, all the things that you pray for, all the things that you write down and try to manifest, or even things that you talk about with your friends and family. You're just like, yo, I'm going out for this thing. Or even if it's in a completely different industry, when you see something for you and you don't get it. And the thing is, it goes to someone that obviously was right for the job. It's not to say that you were wrong for it. You just didn't have enough, which is okay it is totally fine to have that no, because then that no leads you to a yes. So in this time, breathe about all the things that you have manifested and professed in. Just think about, okay, I didn't get it because that person did and that's fine. And just release and let it go. Because a lot of times certain projects or certain jobs or uh, trips or friends, so many things that can come into play with this are definitely, um, you know, up for reach and you just became short-sighted or it just wasn't there. It just wasn't in the cards for you and that's completely okay. So that is your BTR moment and we are looking forward to your questions. Mr. Claya, do you have anything else for the people? I was about to start saying, I was going to say, you better let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Think I better let it go. Let it go. No. Um, I ain't going to bore y'all with this singing. This is a little frog. It's late. I need some tea. Right. Um, It is 8.30. No, no, no. I'm I'm excited. This definitely was, was episode one, and this is just the beginning. Uh, like I said, next week and every week uh, is going to be something that you want to tune into. We'll, of course, play devil's advocate every once in a while. And But uh, these next couple of weeks, we just coming at you hot and hot. You know, we just coming at you. Um, so <laughs> any questions or comments or you want to even give us maybe a topic uh, suggestion, just go to blacktableread at gmail.com. Uh, if there's something you want uh, us to read on air, you can type uh, anonymous in the subject line and, you know, let us know what's what. But I'm excited. Uh, I think this this was great. Next time we're going to be on time, uh, you know, we, we ain't going to be tra- coming Listen, back from the travels. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Lane <wasn't> Southwest. <laughs> Lydia, I'm I just want you to know. Didn't do their job with that plane, but I'm gonna just let the, you know. The Delta, thing is, the Lord Delta would never. And that's exactly what I said. I literally had the bougiest moment. I Delta got off the plane. I was never. in line. 
Delta would never do this, but you know what? You can't even <laughs> Delta put them would in the middle category boxes. Sometimes Delta would have had, had you their on moments. The first flight out, <laughs> you would have been at home okay. with your own driver, your luggage already at the door. <laughs> they take those sky miles and they're just like, oh, mm-hmm. madam, you missed your flight. <laughs> Let me get you one for the next one out. Oh my gosh, there are no seats available. Let me get Let's you on the next. For you. Here we go. Just, right. Well, you're getting out of there. That's the point. That's the Got point. Bob but, um, the Builder in there making, making chairs. <laughs> right. Right. Uh-uh. Building it for you right then and there oh with the cotton and the cushion and mm-hmm. everything. But no, made it in time. Apologies for the lateness. We, we're, nah. we're black at the end of the day, so we're we going to have to take some time. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, y'all ate Hopefully, y'all ate dinner uh, in the midst of That's us right. being late. <laughs> Right. All right. But well, hopefully we'll get to the point where we can we can you know do this. Well, I mean we'll still do it live, but then we'll be in the same place and yeah. hopefully get it done that way too. So oh yeah, we'll get so it done. stay tuned. Please. Y'all want to donate <laughs> to get us there sooner? We'll take it. All right, family. Well, we gonna get out of here. <laughs> I gotta uh, I gotta go try and and make myself meal prep because I'm so tired. <laughs> you better go at my I don't want to tonight. I got to go to work. I got to go to two jobs tomorrow. I just want to sleep. <laughs> Look, why well, can't open my don't fridge for meals and not ingredients? <laughs> you better cook because you got folks that don't even have two rice grains to rub together. Well, I got Gone them in the kitchen. If they want it. All right, family. Yeah. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all take it easy. See y'all soon. Much love, y'all.